Welcome to the Six Ways from Sunday podcast. My name is Ben, and uh, I'm sitting with Robin King today, who is the minister here uh, at the Basha United Church and also the Pinocchio United Church. And if you've been listening to our show for a while, you know that uh, once a week, Robin and I sit down over a cup of coffee and we have just a casual conversation about a different topic of faith each week. So this week with, uh, you know, the uh, fact that Halloween is coming up uh, the day after tomorrow, uh, we're going to be talking today about Halloween and all the all of the different uh, aspects of what it means to celebrate this holiday from a Christian viewpoint as just, you know, some of the different traditions and beliefs around Halloween and some of the history. So, Robin, welcome. Hey, Ben. And thanks for coming in today. So, Halloween is something that we've talked about in church before. You've talked about church uh, in your sermons in previous years. I remember uh, a few different sermons that, that tied into uh, the traditions behind uh, Halloween. Do you want to start there, maybe, in giving listeners just a little bit of the history of where this holiday came from? You know, we we all had fun as kids dressing up as our favorite villain or superhero or uh, something that we idolized. Um, I've got a few uh, pretty traumatizing childhood memories from one of them. You have traumatizing I, childhood yeah. memories. My name is Robin. Who do you think I was on Halloween one year? <laughs> My brother was Batman. I was Robin. I mean, if that doesn't give you a complex, that's no kidding. Yeah. Um, well, I was a, a little bunny rabbit um, when I was probably about five years old. I can totally see that. This is actually. one of my earliest it's... childhood, probably definitely my earliest Halloween memory was being a little rabbit. And I know my parents vividly remember this because uh, they, I had this rabbit costume that it was kind of one of those fuzzy, which is great for Canadian, you know, uh, October in, in Canada. Uh, really warm costume, but it was kind of one of those like, is he a bear? Is he a dog? Is he a rabbit? What like, are just you? Just a fuzzy, nondescript. Yeah. Ear, well, like he said in church yesterday, um, kind of th- that one picture that had just a brown creature that could have been a bear, could have been a beaver, could have been almost anything. That was me. I think it was white, so it you know kind of narrowed it down. But then my mom just took like a, a rolled up ball of socks and safety pinned those onto the butt of the of the costume to be like the little round white bunny tail. Wow, okay. And I turned around after some friends of ours, uh, we were at their house, they gave me the candy, I turned around and they all started laughing. Like everyone just burst out laughing because they saw this cute little tail. And they were just laughing because they thought it was cute. I thought everybody was laughing at me, not because it was cute and I was, yeah, I was pretty scared. I started crying well, and I didn't. I just wanted to be done and go home. I, I, I understand that. Uh, I, I, when you're actually, there's photographic evidence of this when I was really little. Um, I was a devil and um, I had a really cute little devil costume. And there's a picture of me walking down the sidewalk and I'm twirling my tail. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, uh, and there's lots of people who'd go, yeah, they they believe that that I was a, I was a devil. Um, Pretty ironic to be a yeah, minister. Now. Yeah, no kidding. And my, you know, I, I, I grandkids. My daughter spends a lot of time uh, has in the past spent a lot of time making them like 
very elaborate costumes because they, they want to be, you know, a character from, you know, one of their favorite shows or yeah. a game that they play and stuff like that. Um, and it, there are lots of people spend lots of time. There's people in town here even who go like nuts with decorations at Halloween. Like oh, it's the time. I knew a guy, uh, a minister actually in Edmonton, um, who went to, he'd go and take courses at, apparently you can, at Universal Studios on, on makeup. Really? Um, because he liked doing that sort of like the the wounds and gashes and yeah. the monster makeup and stuff. And he had a, a Halloween uh, house thing that he did every Halloween and raised money for charities and stuff like that. Um, and it, it, what Halloween is and how it started out is two entirely different things. Um, it, it's become what it's become because... Uh, well, I think it's become what it's become because people had fun doing it and it just got more and more crazy, right? It just yeah. as stuff does. Um, but but um, trying to figure out where Halloween comes from is it's one of those weird things of there's no one answer, right? So um, in the church, we'd say, first of all, there is no Halloween. It's All Hallows' Eve. Which got and it's called time. All Hallows' Eve because it is the eve of All Hallows'. All Saints Day is November the first, right? So, what does Hallows mean? So, um, holy, the holiness. Of, okay, you know, it, it hallowed, right? Because right. that's what saints are, right? They're, you know, they're those really old statues of really old guys that are holy guys yeah. that are are really super. You know, we have all these stories like the saints from the Bible, the the apostles, and everything. You know, um, we have all these stories of their wonders and amazing holiness. Um, usually stories that imply that that's a standard we'll never attain. That's why they're saints and we're not. Um, I'm going to come back to that because that's bull, uh, that's not true. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> okay. It's it. Um, but um, if you want to be fussy about saints, um, by the way, um, the church, the Roman Catholic Church, has a there's a protocol right there's a process for the naming of saints um and you have to go through a whole this whole many year process of becoming a saint um and for the pope pope to declare someone to be a saint you have to be you know canonized and all of this stuff mm -hmm. and you number of miracles and you have to be investigated and all this kind of thing and and that's but continued on like that's still they still do that yep they what would be the most recent example of someone oh, becoming a saint uh the pope just recently declared um uh, Archbishop Romero uh, from uh, Central America, and uh, who's the other one? Uh, like just Saints. recently, yeah. Um, uh, I, I was just reading about this just recently, um, and I am in no way, by the way, I'm, I, I know that sounded like I was being a little bit sarcastic about that. This process and number of miracles on the I'm not. Honestly, there's no probably no greater person you could hold up as an example of what it would mean to be a saint than Oscar Romero. I mean, it's just that read They're about incredible them. people. It's awesome for sure. Um, um, but uh, there's so there's that's all saints, right? I mean, that's saints. We have a day to celebrate saints, and so the day before, just going back to the Halloween thing, the day before is All Hallows Eve. There, there are. So, if you're if you're celebrating the fact that it's the day before All Saints, um, there's there's lots of churches who will say, "Hey, that's okay." Um, but then the moment that you step beyond that and start calling it Halloween, no, that's evil. 
Yeah. Because Halloween. It's the Devil's Play Day. It's, well, it's, um, I, and I'm going to try and pronounce it, but I'm going to say it wrong probably. It's, it comes from Samhain, right? Which is a Celtic festival um, that uh, it acknowledges the day, uh, the time of the year when um, it's, it's considered a liminal time. That's when the veil between this world and the next is thinnest. Okay. And people can pass through it, and there's all sorts of traditions attached to that. And one of this, one of the stories that I always remember hearing, and again, stories are stories, and you never know whether this is true. But the story is that um, the idea of dressing up for mm -hmm. Halloween comes from Samhain, which is the idea that because people from the afterlife can pass through the veil to this life, you would wear a mask or disguise. So that they can't recognize you. So that people wouldn't come and haunt you. Right. So that they, the people who perhaps, you know, a, uh, an enemy you had killed in battle wouldn't come back to get you and stuff like uh. that. And I have no idea whether that's true, but it's an awesome <laughs> story. Um, but Sounds um, legit. And then, but see, then you get people who are, there are some churches that are really fussy about, um, you can't have Halloween, it's evil, that's time when witches and, you know, warlocks do stuff, and, you know, Satan worshippers do. And so, first of all, let me say, um, I don't think Satan's real, and um, uh, I, I think that people who are witches because they follow Wiccan are perfectly legitimate ordinary everyday people who follow a tradition just like the rest of us um if you go one step further and you know they're they're you know they're nuts about the whole the devil and you know drinking blood and all that kind of you know that crazy kind of stuff that's somebody who has mental health issues sorry <laughs> it, it is so um but just let me hit the pause button because you're glossed over sort of glossed over something pretty major that i don't remember if we've touched on this on the show before what Satan's not, not real yeah we've oh, okay. so we have talked about um you know some pretty you've made some pretty bold statements around like there's no hell that's the one yep so uh, there's I, no hell and we all come from god and we all return to god yeah. even people who are evil in this life yes yeah um uh well let's see so where does this idea of satan come from and uh, why do you believe that he's just a made-up thing but okay. god's real well um because God is love, and love is the power of life. So isn't we he, came isn't up he with we, because we can't because we can't deal in anything other than than having you know uh, opposites, right? We need right. to have something comparative, right? Right. So we come up with the idea that in fact, um, because there's God, there must be a counterpart. Right, yeah. and there's a whole story of the fallen angel, Lucifer is a fallen angel, um, and I find some of this stuff really interesting and very entertaining story-wise. Mm -hmm. um, I, the um, I don't know if you're familiar with the graphic novel Lucifer. Um, no, I'm not. But it's it's great. It's about how Lucifer decides he needs a break from hell. So where does he go? Los Angeles. <laughs> um, it, it's really it is, it is, and it's very. The stories are really quite. And he ends up he ends up helping a police detective, and it's really kind of it's. He owns a nightclub, of course, because what else would you do if you were the devil? <laughs> if you were the devil. But um, it's really and and the the storyline's really interesting because I'm uh, uh, Gaiman. Is the author Neil and, Gaiman? Yeah, and and he's he's obviously he's like 
connected a whole bunch of stuff that probably shouldn't be connected and made up some to go with it, right? Um, and made it a very interesting and entertaining story. And this just going back to what I said earlier about there's so many stories about where Halloween comes from. You yeah. know, who knows what's real enough. Um, but it's it's wonderfully entertaining and everything. But he, it, he made it up. Um, the thing is, the thing is, I think that if you're going to say that God is love, and however you understand God, whether you understand God as being uh, God, like in the traditional religious sense, or whether you understand God as being the the power in the universe, the web of life, um, the a higher power, God is love. Um, uh, however you understand God, um, I understand God as being love. Right. And I believe that we all come from God and we return to God. So there is no hell. Although I do understand, uh, in the traditional sense, there's no fiery pit. Right. Uh, although, I think it was Rob Bell uh, I was reading, I uh, had an interesting idea, and it's not just, it's not his, it's, he was talking about it. Um, I don't think it was his, anyway, that, that um, the idea of hell being a fiery pit comes from the idea that uh, of it being Gehenna, which is the, basically the garbage dump outside of Jerusalem where it was always burning. There was always a fire burning because that's where you dumped stuff. And really? So and again, these are really interesting stories. Not sure if it's true. But. <laughs> Who knows? Um, um, there's a lot of speculation around that. But, but I think that if you're going to say... Uh, that you believe that um, we all come from God and we re- so we return to God, which I do, you, you can't then say, except for some people, because they go a different place. Yeah. Um, okay. But so even that's if, one thing. The other yeah. thing is, the other thing is, that as much as I appreciate the stories about um, the devil uh, being the guardian of hell and uh, the devil is a fallen angel, Lucifer, the day star, you know, um, and everything, uh, I appreciate that as a story. Um, I don't see the need to have, I mean, we have enough, uh, we have enough going on in the world as we know it to counter the idea that God is love. I, I, I don't think we need that additional piece. So let me just make sure I'm clear on what you're saying. You're saying that, um, the force, the creative force behind all of life, we call that God, um, the, the counterpart to that, that force of love and creativity Evil. Which, which is evil or hatred, we give evil a doesn't name. have a persona behind it. Well, that, that we, we, we've done what we do with God, right? We gave God a persona. We, we uh, what's the term when you give anthropomorphized? Too many syllables for me. Rented yeah. lips. Um, uh, we, we do that with God. Why wouldn't we do that? So we do that with love and good. Why yeah. wouldn't we do that with bad and evil? Right? Yeah. Which we did, and so we created the devil. But it, the difference being, I, I think love is the power of life. Therefore, love love is love. Love exists. We created uh, yeah, the, the devil. We we cre- I think we created the devil in order to have a counterpart to explain why so much of life is not life giving. Right. So much of it's crappy. You know, so much of it yeah. is so much of it is people doing bad things. So we gave we personified evil as the devil. So just to be clear, though, I I also believe, and again, this is one of those things where some people go, yeah, but, um, but I also believe that Satan, um, the, uh, Satan isn't the name of the devil. <laughs> um, I mean, where does the where does that it, name Satan come from? Satan comes from. Uh, Satan is the advocate. It's a lawyer. 
in the Old Testament. It's the the questioner, the advocate, the person the person who questions things is the Satan, right? Hmm. And it's it becomes uh, uh, it's a legal term, and and it becomes uh, well, ironically, lawyers. Um, but but uh, I see. I think I I have trouble getting my head around the idea that we actually. In fact, I think sometimes think the more we try and think that because there is God and God is love, there must be a counterpart, the more we're giving that counterpart credence that we shouldn't. Hmm. Um, it, 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 I, I think it is truly, in fact, I would say, uh, and this is the thing about hell, right, is um, if hell is, um, and, and I think this is a really, really good way of describing hell, if hell is as far away from God as you can get through uh, sin or or ignorance for that matter um, if that's hell um, then this is that right I mean the idea that we're in this life we we often try we make choices we make choices that distance us from God whether we're trying to do it intentionally or not we make choices that sometimes distance us from God all right and um, and that's sin mm-hmm. right and uh, so um, I I don't see there there is a need for there to be a hell in the afterlife. I, I don't see the, and this is, this again, this is where it, I, I'm, I talk about stuff like this and people go, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I see that. And then I get to this point and they go, no. Yeah. It, <laughs> because, for some reason, because that implies, for example, mm-hmm. that people like Hitler go to heaven. And yeah, it doesn't actually imply that. It outright makes it adamantly clear Yes, indeed, that is what happens. Everyone, because you can't yeah, say, "I'm sorry, I can't, I cannot get my head behind, uh, uh, or my heart, for that matter, behind a God that would say, my love is for everyone, except this one and that one and this one and that one." Yeah. Uh, either God's love is for everyone, or it's not. Either God's grace and forgiveness is for everyone, or it's not. You can't pick and choose. Yeah, and so the the thing about that though that I think people then get really hung up on then is that okay, so somebody lives a life of pure evil, um, uh, kills people, destroys life, just takes life, and uh, lives a life of pure evil. So what you're saying is that that person goes to God, and what I would say is not exactly. The forgiven one goes to God. God's grace and love is uh, transforming, transformative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I would then say, so uh, when we die, we're going to meet Hitler in heaven? It, probably, but you won't know. You won't recognize, uh, instantly recognize, oh, yeah, that, well, I mean, he could have a mustache, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? I think is I it, do. So th- because, because God's love and grace and forgiveness is for everyone, and, yeah. and, God, and it's God forgives everyone, it's transformative. So in returning to God, we are transformed back into the love that was lost right. in that. Our true essence. Yeah. Our exactly. higher, our higher spirit. Yeah, we're all children of God. Even Trump goes that. to heaven, um, and that's inter- <laughs> but that's a really interesting thing. Is that, and and you know what? Just uh, I know we started off talking about Halloween, and we've gone in a completely different direction now. We'll, we'll get back. But we'll, get but back we'll, to we'll it. come back. Um, but the thing is that this is what's happening right now. Is that we're living in a world where um, it's not enough to disagree and have your own opinion. You have to not just. Um, defeat the other person's opinion. You have to crush them and prove beyond and prove beyond yeah. a shadow of a doubt that you are somehow vastly superior. Um, but also that they are. N- it's not enough even to prove that you're better. 
you have to crush them right um and and that's that's what people like uh, well not just trump but many politicians are doing now it's not enough to say that person's ideas and policies are not good for people they go one step further and go that person is not this is what's wrong with that person that person is this and this and this Mm. and this right and then famous famously for instance trump goes after ted cruz as lion ted well, now he's not Lion Ted anymore because he needs Cruz to get elected <laughs> in order to maintain a Republican majority, right? So suddenly he's Ted's best friend. Yeah. So which part of Donald Trump was lying when he called him Lion Ted or when he called... Well, neither is the, the problem is he was in the moment using whatever was advantageous to him to destroy another person or make them look good because it was helpful to him and, and see that's the problem we we also are so often guilty of in our culture of collapsing a person's views or position on something or their behavior or their political affiliation to who they are like they're mm-hmm. like that's that's they're a bad person not yeah. just i don't agree with their views yeah so and when once you, you've once you've gone after the person, you've so left the views and the ideas behind, right? Oh yeah. Uh, you've once you've once you've gone there, there's no going back. There's no stepping back, right? Yeah. In fact, why would you? Let's just keep going because you'll win that way. Um, and yeah. but that's not how you win. No, it's not. No, that's, I want I want to pull us back yeah. to the devil, and not just because right. I'm playing the devil's advocate. I've I've been waiting for that one for a while, um, but because it'll it'll bring us back into Halloween. So right. Um, so I think we created the devil in order to have a counterpart for God. Yeah. No th- and unfortunately, we've really lived into it. Yeah. So what I like about your description of the afterlife and of heaven and of this concept of the devil is that it it actually places so much more responsibility on us as humans to create the relationship with God that can give us that sense of connection and that feeling when we are here. Mm-hmm. And then like your example, even if it is Hitler, or at least, which is the one everyone always brings up, you know, if you imagine a person who has deceased meeting God face to face and he, God is extending this invitation to heaven, whatever that looks like. I mean, if, when you're no longer confined to the so limited view of what a, a mortal human is able to see and understand, who would, who, what soul would ever, you know, turn away and, and not want to just come home? And if, if, like you said, it's, it's the true essence of that person that's returning to God, not the person mm-hmm. who lived here on earth and the choices they made and the horrible acts that they might have committed, once you've separated those, it, it, and it's the person's soul that's going back to, to the source of love, they're just returning to the love that they came mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so let's 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 get back on to right. So let's go back we, to Halloween. Yeah. So how did okay. we? Whether your your story of dressing up as the devil, as a kid. Um, now we've, so we, it used it to be a cute costume. It was, was a cute it? Costume. It was a cute I, costume. I, I would really like to see a picture. Um, uh, but yeah, it used to be, so it used to be these masks, this pagan festival, this Gaelic tradition of, um, concealing right. your identity 
because on this one night there was so here's here's how I think the veil how this was went. thin yeah see and now we've morphed into right the, but that's how I think I think that's how the progression went because you can't all you can't separate these things out they're all blended right I think they're all blended um, I think that's how the progression went is that we went from the idea that we would disguise ourselves so we wouldn't be recognized to disguising ourselves as the saints the great figures to disguising ourselves as anything mm. that um uh, you know whether it's it's the devil or or michael myers it's going to be a big hit this year i'm sure um like that 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 halloween movie's been the number one movie two weekends in a row right before halloween so you know he'll be back um or any of those kind of characters um we've now and we've now i mean even there'll be a whole lot of donald trump masks oh probably right freddy krueger was a really big freddy one when krueger I was, was big in like yeah junior high yeah, yeah yeah um but like if you go back to an earlier time <laughs> well frankenstein dracula they're yeah. always good right yeah um uh there there was a time when uh, i'm sure when we dressed as our heroes and and i'm sure people still do the the first year and uh, i i've talked about this before the first year that the very first harry potter movie that came out everybody was a harry potter character oh yeah at halloween i'm sure there was lots of them right um i'm sure there's there's people who still dress that way now and it, the harry potter's a little problematic because of course it involves magic which annoys a lot of I mean, particularly evangelical christians but um but the the point of Harry Potter is that it's not that magic is bad, it's the the power of the person, right? It's the it's uh, about this this boy growing up and and what he learns as he grows up and and how he uses the power for good, basically, right? Well, he, it's he's Jesus, the chosen sure. one, the, yeah. the little well, boy yeah. who's the chosen one who's going to save. I used to be shy Save about everyone. saying that, but I'm not now. But ever since, ever since I realized that the lead character in the Lego Movie—remember the first Lego Movie? Yeah, it's Jesus. Um, it, it truly is. They're waiting for a savior. Yeah, and here he is, and yeah. he turns out to be like some, you know, Joe, nobody, construction right? guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, carpenter. Yeah, but but I think that's the, just stepping also back into that conversation about returning to god and coming from god um it's not like we separate we, we try very hard in this life i think sometimes um we we have this idea around making choices and we make some choices that separate us from god and we make some choices that bring us closer to god um the idea of jesus is to create the kingdom of god here which is for us to live as close to god as we possibly can um and and I, not only do i think that's doable um, and that I think we give up on that too easily sometimes um, because we've created this standard, right? Like the saints. You're not ever going to be a saint because, you know, there's a standard. And the thing is, first of all, I think there's a little bit of God and Jesus in us. We don't, we don't come from God and return from God as, you know, we're separate from God. God is still in us. God is still part of who we are. Yeah. Love is part of what we're about, right? Um, but... Um, and that's the thing. We're all saints, literally, not capital A, capital S. But we're we're, we're we are all of us are saints, uh, in in our own way, and we have the potential to be um, uh, so much more uh, 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 by living as Jesus. Te that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus didn't say you must meet my arbitrary standard of behavior. <laughs> w what he said was love like I am showing you. 
yeah be inspired by my love you know and and then it's not like it's not like every week um, each of the followers of Jesus had a test that they had to pass in order to it's not like um, uh, you know it, what's uh, like uh, judo or taekwondo or something right where mm. you get a different belt as you move up grade yeah right it's it's not like the disciples got a different belt if they pass a test um, the idea was for them to learn to live as Jesus lived that's why he wanted them to follow him. That's why he wanted them to live like him. That's why he said, love the way I showed you. There's no test to pass. You just do it, yeah. right? Um, and so I think, I think particularly uh, Halloween is a good time to remind ourselves of uh, our potential. Um, it's a good t- a time to remind ourselves that we're all, all of us are saints, um, and and have the potential to live a life that is uh, life giving and uh, grace filled the way all of the the sort of more traditional saints that we know are. Mm. Um, I also really love that it it's an opportunity to teach kids the important lesson that you can aspire to be anything. That uh, it's not. Yeah. It's that that you know everything that you see when you look at a person is all just exterior packaging. So it's like a costume, yeah. and we, you know, we dress up every day of the year as something, and we call mm-hmm. that our self. But, you know, you can, uh, you as a, as a kid, you can dream to be anything that you want. Yeah. So I, I love it when our, our kids come up with the. We we start asking them usually around September, like, so what do you think you want to be this Halloween? And Kelly's actually sewing. Uh, a costume right now for Aubrey. Uh, she's going to be the evil queen from Snow White, and Elise is going to be the paper bag princess. <laughs> so we're going to dress her up in, in a giant paper bag and and a crown, and it just. Grayson's going to be a construction worker. Well, he? he's got Come a on. lot of costumes actually oh, okay. um, to choose from. So he might be a firefighter, or he might be a knight, Ooh, nice. or he might be a stormtrooper. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's he's got yeah. a few options. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I just love seeing where their thoughts go when they're thinking about, well, what would I want to be? What would be fun to dress up as? What would be, or Elise's criteria is, but mom, which one out of those choices would I win the best costume in? <laughs> she just, she well, just wants to win Halloween. Win Halloween. Okay. Um, well, and you know what? That's not a bad thing. See, I think as long as we say, uh, if, I, I think we can't take Halloween too seriously. It's a fun time. It it's is. you know, it's dressing up and having a good time. You can't take it too seriously because otherwise, if you're going to take it too seriously, you have to start questioning the fact that every other day of the year we teach our children to be thoughtful and discerning about strangers, and then one day of the year we tell them to go to strange people's houses and ask them for stuff that they will eat. That they'll then eat, yeah. right? Um, after we've checked through it, of course, right? Um, and and so I think it's really important, first of all, to stay at the it's fun, yeah. Um, because I think when people turn it into something that it's not, like you know the the worship of evil deities and you know um, that kind of thing, um, it, it's not that. Um, and just because we had ancestors who at one point believed that you know their enemy that they defeated in this life was going to cross over from the other side and try and kill them, um, doesn't mean that we should here in the 21st century think that that's real yeah and, um, and throw the whole thing away yeah and and uh, but the other thing is too that it's like you say it's not just an opportunity to have fun it's an opportunity to remind children that they can be anything they want to be yeah 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think as we do that, we remind them of all of the uh, good and uh, positive and life-giving things that they can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it can be inspiring, too. Not just yeah, absolutely. fun and tummy aches and Well, cavities. there's that, too. And yeah, good work <laughs> for dentists. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and a bad next day for school teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But, but it's, you know, that's the thing is, the thing is that Halloween is not a, um, Halloween is not a religious festival. It's a fun time. Okay. Um, all Hallow's Eve and all Saints Day are, but they're not things where you dress up in a costume and be, pretend to be somebody you're not. Uh, unless of course, you know, you're pretending to be, well, it, unless of course you're somebody who's going to dress up in their fancy clothing and go to church and just be a really good person for an hour and then not um because that too going back to your idea about every day we dress up yeah in, yeah. in an after a fashion um maybe this is an opportunity to remind ourselves that we need to dress a little bit more like ourselves just come all the time are. and yeah come as we are yeah that's well, how god would like you to come i think that whether you're talking about how, like like the distinction you made in either talking about Halloween, just the fun day, or this concept of All Hallows Day and All All Saints Day, either one, it's an opportunity to uh, inspire us. Yeah. And and to contemplate who we are and who we want to be. Cool. Well, let's leave it there. Um, We'd love to uh, hear stories or see pictures of people's Halloween costumes or your kids. Uh, If you go over to Facebook and look up Six Ways from Sunday, um, we've got a great... uh, online community of faith started there and we'd love for you to join it and you can do that just by clicking to follow and like our uh, six ways from sunday page Um, share some photos of from this year's halloween from your family and um, as always you can check out more content from robin uh, at risingspiritministry.com thanks again so much for listening and for joining us and we hope you have a happy halloween thanks ben